Hi, in this week's episode of my podcast series, Let's Talk About Self-Harm, I talk to Claire, who runs the Parenting Apart programme, which she developed to help and support parents going through a divorce, where there is generally conflict and the children are caught up in the middle, often having to choose sides. Claire works with the parents to find the best solution which serves the children's needs most. She does this in a non-judgmental but honest way and gives the parents a safe space to acknowledge the damage that their unresolved disputes are having on their children. Claire's focus is always on getting the best outcome for the children and the recognition that they need both their parents. So the better their relationship becomes through the Parenting Apart programme, the happier the children will become. The conflict resolution programme is good because it gives parents renewed confidence and the tools to navigate their way through the ending of their marriage and improves their relationship with their children. It was a fascinating interview and I loved Claire's openness and honesty. It highlights the importance of keeping the well-being and interests of the children at the centre of all discussions when marriages break down and why families need the support. If you have a story to share or you would like a free 45-minute consultation call with me, then please get in touch. And so, until the next episode, it's over to Claire. Thank you. So, hi Claire, thank you for joining me on my podcast series, Let's Talk About Self-Harm, a discussion about parenting, teenagers and mental health. So Claire, tell me a little bit about yourself and what made you decide to go down the career path you've chosen. Um, very much from a past lived experience. Um, unfortunately, my sister and I, as much as um, we had some good times in our younger childhood, unfortunately, my parents... Um, separated when we were very young. I was only two. Mm. My sister was five. Um, and then my mother remarried, um, and my stepfather, um, unfortunately, was a rave, raving alcoholic, um, which caused absolute chaos. Mm. Um, and then, unfortunately, also incorporated my mom to drink, you know, quite heavily. Yeah. So my sister and I really had, um, uh, yeah, a very difficult time. And, and, and I think the biggest thing was we never knew what was going to happen from one minute to the next. Mm. And to try to have a childhood, um, which, you know, at the time when you're a child, you don't have the knowledge or infrastructure of what the plan of the day mm. is, really. You just go to school and come home and <laughs> tea and sort of sort things out. But ours was filled with a lot of trauma. And, and because of the alcohol, it led to a lot of physical um, violence. Um, and of course I can remember and I was nine years old and I can remember the first time I actually heard my mother being hit um, and obviously hurt and Mm. going downstairs and and, and finding my mother on the floor with her ripped dress and my stepfather standing over it I'll never forget it never ever yeah Um, so in time um, and certainly as we grew we came into teenagers um, it was a case of you know sink or swim and both my sister and I became very much a team in Mm -hmm. a sense of supporting each other um, and also to make sure that going forward that we had a plan and our plan was that we were going to you know um, finish education as best we could Mm -hmm. unfortunately I didn't I came out of school early Um, but to get to work to earn money to get our own place and as much as 
um, all that was horrendous. Um, we also, you know, loved our mum dearly. Um, yeah, she's, you know, a very strong, fabulous woman. But of course, again, even though to the outside world, what happens inside yeah. and outside of the vision, it, it's completely different. So my passion, my commitment um, has driven me to now. Um, yeah, to really look at how can I help children yeah. that who are going through tough times, families that really have lost their way, not necessarily even through divorce or separation, mm. but, you know, where conflict is very much the, the theme in that family home, because it is something that I feel about that I don't want any child to ever feel how, certainly how I felt, and I know yeah. my sister did it, did at times, that there's no sanctuary, mm-hmm. there's no safe place. And, and things aren't going to change. So that's where it's all driven from, is from my own experience um, and, and very much from a child's experience, but also then massively um, understanding that in order to look after children and even to protect children, we have to help the parents. Yeah. Because the children are attached emotionally, mentally, physically, you name it, to their parents. And even if they are having difficult times, as I just said to you, you know, I love my mom. Mm-hmm. She's my mom. Mm-hmm. And even though, you know, um, she didn't perhaps protect us as she should have done or perhaps things have happened, um, at the end of the day, she's your mom. Yeah. And your dad's your dad. And, you know, because my parents mm-hmm. separated when I was very young, I was only two. Um, and, again, they didn't have the help or support to put things in place that really supported my sister and I to continue to have that relationship with our father, it fell apart. We didn't mm. see him. So I've never really grown up being able to say the word dad yeah. or to call somebody dad. And it's massive, you know, and when I hear my children Absolutely. going, dad, dad, you know, it's <laughs> like, oh, I love that. Mm. I love hearing that. You yeah. Know? Um, so, yeah, it's it's all absolutely been built on my experiences as as I absolutely understand and know there's, you know, lots and lots of other people moms, dads, children, um, females, males out there that, yeah, it, they can really understand mm-hmm. what it's like to feel very vulnerable as a child. Yeah. So how did you come up with the Parenting Apart programme and what is it? The Parenting Apart programme um, has been specifically designed to outline a process that really supports bringing parents together whenever, however possible. And I'm sure you understand, as many people do, when you're not feeling good, and you're certainly not feeling good about somebody, um, the last thing that you really want to do is talk to somebody mm-hmm. and, and to communicate. So the programme has, again, been put in place to actually say to parents, look, we understand it. We totally understand and respect how you're feeling. But actually, as parents, and jointly your responsibility, in order to safeguard the emotional needs of your children, which go into the physical and long-term mental health, you need and have to talk together to make sure you're doing the things and putting things in place that secures your children and through their childhood. Mm-hmm. And the biggest thing, I think, is... Um, it came from and it evolved from when we were first one of the original first contact centres to be commissioned and contracted by CAFCAS to deliver the separated information parenting programme. 
which is um, a program that is carried out in groups of parents, but not parents together. It's separate, mm-hmm. you know, moms and dads in different groups. And also, um, basically, to look at um, being, being really helped give information over a four-hour period of, you know, how parents can do it better and understand the needs of the children. And I just saw a massive opening. I just thought, well, they're coming in. They're, they're in a group. They're having some really constructive information, knowledge. But then they're walking out the door and either they're walking back out the door to go back into court or actually, how have we helped those two parents to actually come together to now put this together for yeah. their family, for their children? Yeah. So that's where it came from. Mm-hmm. Um, so I started saying to parents, uh, how do you fancy having a cup of coffee with me, with dad or with mom, and really helping you to sit down and talk about your children? Mm-hmm. Because at, at the end of the day, as parents, we all love our children. We want what's best for them. Yeah. And, um, and to bring that to the absolute table, but also to show children, most importantly, when things aren't going right or don't feel right, and we never know what's coming around the corner, do we? No. Um, it's also about being able to lead by example to the children to say, look, mommy and daddy haven't been doing too good. I know we've been a bit naughty. We've been shouting. In fact, we've been arguing. We've been falling out. We haven't spoken. Yeah. But we've gone and found somebody that can really help us, most importantly, because we love you, mm-hmm. to sit down and start to plan. So that's the whole ethos of why it came about. So if we really want to help children and safeguard children today, yeah. then we've got to help the parents. Absolutely. Even if it, and even if it means banging heads together, <laughs> and sometimes we all need it, do you know what I mean? And, you know, me included. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know it all, don't want to know it all. But what we do know is that if we've got parents that can communicate, show some mutual respect, change the mindset from that personal relationship and form mm. a parent working relationship, then the children will be absolutely fine. Mm-hmm. How successful would you say the programme is and how do parents actually get onto the programme? The, the programme now has um, built a reputation in a sense of its um, knowledge of a referral pathway from family lawyers mm-hmm. um, and also from the family courts mm-hmm. and also from NIAS and CAFCAS, other organisations that um, really do feel um, parents do need this sort of intervention and help. Um, the programme has built its, I suppose, platform because it's also offering parents a choice alongside mediation so prior to any court proceedings um, parents today have to be seen Mm. to be undertaking some form of resolution yeah Um, and that can be as you say mediation um, or as an alternative dispute resolution the parenting apart program sits there so it has um really become um, a tool, a resource that parents can, um, well, they can still do mediation and and they might still need some additional help because um, obviously parents want and feel they need also um, the help that they feel they recognise, you know, so it's, um, um, and realistically, um, parents can self-refer to, which Mm -hmm. when we've had parents that have come through onto the programme, Sometimes we can't get rid of them. <laughs> we go, you're fine now. You're fine. No, 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 we're coming back from the cup of tea. Um, 
which is lovely because mm. they build um, a really good working relationship, but they feel safe mm-hmm. and it's their safe place. Um, but then they might say to pay people they know, um, look, we're going, their, their friends might be going through a tough time. Let's face it, we know lots of people yeah. that, you know, sometimes things, things, things do happen. Um, so parents say, look, give the consultancy a ring. They offer this real hands-on support. They really help guide us, well, as parents. Mm. And, you know, the best thing is, um, you know, we, we make it real. We'll come into the community. We help parents even do the most, you know, difficult things at times, even a transition of care, so from child to mother to father. Mm. We support parents to be able to do that in a real positive way by just having support there. They've built a relationship up with us. Mm-hmm. We've also, you know, nine times out of ten, um, met the child just to meet and greet. So mm-hmm. we go, look, you know, hi, yeah. I'm Claire, I'm helping mommy and daddy. They're doing really good. They got two gold badges last week. They're talking loads. <laughs> lovely. Um, absolutely. And then, you know, the, the son or the daughter, or the children might say, um, Claire, and I'll say, yeah, thank you for helping mommy and daddy be friends oh, again. That's lovely. You know? and it and it's mind blowing. It's just well, that's just the world yeah the world that's what it's all but about then, but it helps them the parents really commit to continue this path because when they see their child actually jointly together beaming kissing mommy then kissing daddy waving goodbye to mommy going off with daddy happily my word it's like oh. well it's more than winning money but you Beautiful. know what i mean it's 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 absolutely so that really gives parents the incentive to actually go, do you know what? This is easier than actually not talking to you and falling yeah. out because actually it really is benefiting our children yeah. massively. And as I said to parents, you know, when we become separated, the biggest thing is is handing children over and losing that insight and that yeah. relationship. But if you two really can build what mm. I call a good co-parenting relationship to whether it's a swimming gala, whether it's a football match you know you're both there you're both watching yeah. you're both involved amazing yeah yeah amazing. wonderful so what what's the biggest takeaway would you say from your experience working with parents um biggest takeaway in a sense that um if we really have an understanding of what a personal relationship can mean to people good bad and indifferent doesn't matter but it's mm. a personal relationship and when that ends somebody is not going to be in the same place as that other person that was in that personal relationship yeah and the recovery and also the change of the mindset of either a victim or a perpetrator narcissistic whatever people throw around Mm. it's actually helping parents find really find a way of putting things in a place that can honestly move forward yeah and also to take away the the part that really has carried some of the best bits that's also probably evolved a child from because those children are half of mom and dad, as I say, they're half of both of you. And at the end of the day, you love your children and you want the best for them. Then allow them to have you both. Yeah. 
yeah mm. so the biggest takeaway is helping parents change their position mindset even from their emotions to not even wanting to look at each other mm. don't even want to acknowledge each other don't ever really even want to even acknowledge their existence to suddenly having them shaking hands actually even sometimes giving each other a hug yeah and saying we feel we feel so much better yeah this is this is just what we needed mm-hmm. and that's somebody that can honestly completely impartial not here to take sides doesn't make any matters better or worse but the voice and the emotional needs of their children throughout the program is massive and that in itself is the lever that helps parents change and turn and look at things completely different Mm -hmm. what would you say sorry sorry yeah no carry on no no sorry that's i'm just saying i think that's 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 where I'm saying if we really help the parents, then we know the children have got a fighting chance. But without helping the parents and really helping them put things in place, practically, mm. you know, not just with a parent working agreement saying, I will, you won't, we'll do this, meet at six. You know, I've had parents that have met on a car park and has to have four spaces between them, whether it's a parked car or not. You know, their son, who was only seven at the time, carrying two bags, you know, to his father's car. Then the mother went and brought him a a wheelie little suitcase because the bags got too heavy for him so he could actually then pull his Mm. suitcase. So I sat down with the parents and, um, yeah, I just said to them, okay, let's just do a bit of reflection here. What if you had to do what your son is doing? And the fact that you're not prepared to do what your son is doing, why the hell are you asking your son to be doing it? He is a child. He is your child, your flesh and blood. And he's going to go and grow and go, actually, mom, actually, dad, thanks for a crap childhood being passed from one car to another, Mm. carrying my bloody suitcase that I couldn't even carry. No, cheers. Thanks very much. Mm. And by hitting parents with that, within a week, within a week, they had changed it completely and started meeting at the park cafeteria, getting out of the car, actually meeting and greeting, handing over the bags to each other rather than the child carrying it. And the following week, I met the child, different child altogether. And the parents couldn't deny either. They said, oh, my gosh, thank you. Thank you so much for making us see sense and realise it is our responsibility, not our sons. Wow, powerful. Thank you. Powerful. Very powerful, absolutely. Wow. So what would you say is the biggest challenge that parents face that they need to overcome? Conflict. Um, I think conflict is is one of the worst things that can hit families because it it can do a lot of damage. But I think if parents could honestly have um, uh, a real, what I call, um, acknowledgement, or even from even from the start of their journey of becoming a couple, mm. starting that relationship, also from the moment of having a baby together, you know, becoming pregnant, 
um, it would just... So, Claire, what about the children that are caught up in the middle of all of this? What is what is the thing that they say to you that they need the most? Children that um, generally get caught up in between parent conflict is it's the torn um, in between. It's they they feel like they're stuck in the middle because yeah. they love mom, they love dad, they love mummy, they love mm-hmm. daddy. Um, and that is so harmful for children. And if only we could really educate um, the parents more. Um, and as I think, as I said earlier, that even from the moment of pregnancy, parents becoming pregnant and yeah. coming through an antenatal, um, is being able to also um, explain to them the impacts of children that are feeling stuck in the middle of parental conflict and the harm it does, I think it would be um, a very big opening of change to how parents would and could stop um, certainly the whole lengthy period of conflict because conflict is normal too. People mm. do yeah, fall out. Course. You know, we do disagree. Mm. Um, but for children caught in the middle, um, <clears throat> children as young as even probably four, five, six. Um, they describe their symptoms of, I've got a jelly tummy, Claire. Um, My tummy feels like it's wobbly, you know. Um, We see children that start to withdraw where they would normally be quite happy to feel comfortable going to perhaps a a relative's home or to be left in the care of an extended family member. Mm. Children then start to decline to do that. Um, They feel sometimes... They can't able to have this separation and it becomes an anxiety. Some children actually become different in a way that they would rather not be in the home and they'll do everything to be in other people's homes or away from it. So there's lots and lots of different examples. Um, But I think from where the children caught in the middle of conflict is it's the the long-term emotional harm. Because unfortunately, when they are going through this feeling and conflict, it stops that normal development of how they can find resilience and how they can build upon that because children normally do have good levels of resilience. Um, But unfortunately, it's like like a a virus. It just, that emotional harm eats away at all those infrastructures around them to protect them and also which gives them an identity to feel confident in. So I feel that all... Hold on, Sherry, it's come through again. Come here. So the, the importance um, for children that are caught in the middle is to get the help to the parents as quick as possible mm-hmm. and to help parents to really look at a different way of being able to find resolution and some sort of you know, uh, conflict management because all children are unique, as we are, um, and all very much um, be affected in different ways. Mm-hmm. And if we allow long-term conflict to continue through the adverse childhood experiences, it actually has very clearly stated 
that children that are caught in the middle of parental conflict for over three years, mm-hmm. and sometimes it could even be under, mm-hmm. could expect to have 20 years of their li- adult life expectancy. Yeah. Because it kills them. Because well, it's stress. Yeah. Horrifying. So whether it's in mental health, whether it's physically, emotional, um, they have not got the infrastructure to be able to cope mm-hmm. with other aspects mm-hmm. of my as adult life. Yeah. So we say to parents, listen, none of us are perfect. I mean, I think I nearly probably burnt the house down three times. I'm crap at cooking, but bless my children, they still love their mama. Um, But if we really, really love our children and really want the best for them, and by giving them the best food we possibly can or the best shoes to walk in or the best schools to go to, best holidays that we can afford mm. it means nothing nothing if we can't give them the emotional stability yeah and if we really really love our children then we'll want to at least care for what they love and we have to remember they love mom and they love dad and that's why i wrote the blog if you really really love me yeah. then let me love you both because you know mm. it's that simple and even if you choose not to live together as parents and you choose to separate, doesn't and it doesn't mean that you can't continue to be the best parent possible. No. You know? And it's the hardest job in the world. It's the best job, mm-hmm. but it's the hardest. So for children um, stuck in the middle, they need a bigger voice. And the voice that we need to get is an educational and it's an informed way of letting parents know the consequences of their actions certainly when it goes into a level of high conflict because it's their joint responsibility. Mm -hmm. So how can we help and support the parents and the children more and what um, support systems do we currently have in place? Um, In all fairness, there's some really good parenting programmes out there. Um, I think what we're trying to look at a little bit more and certainly with me... um, been kindly invited to sit with the private working law group mm. um, is like the triple P. Um, it's it's helping parents to parent, which is great. Yeah, you know, because I said it's the hardest job in the world. We don't all know how to do things, me included. Um, but I think there has to be more of a uh, approach to programs that really do enable parents to um, be educated. Um, in a much more child development, social care, trauma-informed practice way because it is then being able to show that we are trying to dissolve as much of this, the children being Mm. stuck in the middle, by helping the parents. So we need really skilled um, practitioners and there's some amazing practitioners out there. And, you know, frontline practitioners, including myself, we do amazing work, amazing job because it is, you know, it's the common face of it all. Um, But to... To enable to help parents, it is a massive skill set to be able to support parents in a room going through horrendous conflict and with a serious level of relationship breakdown. Mm. Because for them to change their mindset and to get them to actually see and hear and understand of what is happening and what is taking place to that child, you've got to know your stuff. Mm-hmm. And you've also got to become like the bigger parent. You yeah. actually become the bigger parent to those mom and dad to help them. Mm-hmm. Because when you're feeling vulnerable and you're high emotion, um, 
you're very vulnerable yourself. Yeah. So with my parents, I sort of they they say you're like you're the big mama, mm-hmm. and you know, and you know, even by saying to the parents, come on, in we go. We're going to sit down. I've made you a nice cup of tea. Look, we've mm-hmm. got some chocolate biscuits on the table. They are to be eaten, not to lovely. Be um, <laughs> but you know, this is really to help now to start to talk. Mm-hmm. Um, and what we do a lot of again to enforce and to highlight massively the voice and the needs of children we role play so i will say mm-hmm. to mom hold on mom stay there a second right listen and listen to what i'm going to say as i'm you talking to dad and see what you think yeah so then i will go and say look dad um i know you get frustrated with me i know i'm probably frustrating you even right now but i feel if we could or could we at least explore or actually, could you help me do this? Um, I think that would really help us both, I feel. Mm-hmm. The mom turns around and goes, blimey. Yeah, that sounds better. Dad says, well, if she had spoken to me like that oh. when we were married, we wouldn't be getting divorced. <laughs> you know, laugh, joke, but hey-ho. But then I get the parents at the end of the programme, every individual, well, every session, I shake hands with the parents I'm in 100% committed Mm. and I want to say well done for you both being here today and if I'm the voice of your child mommy, daddy, 10 out of 10 thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you thank you and then I say to them are you prepared to shake hands on this commitment of your parenting and for the best interest of your child and they shake hands And, and that again helps change the mindset it helps put things in a place they are both feeling equal Mm -hmm. they are both looking at the same thing at the same time they are both saying the same thing at at, might be different times but the same thing to their children mommy and daddy love you daddy and mommy have gone to get some help mommy and daddy are talking about you mommy and daddy are going to be doing this met this funny lady called claire yeah you know um she's helping mommy and daddy she she really does specialize in helping moms and dads that you know you stop talking and falling out um, and she'd love to meet you if you'd like to because it's mm-hmm. just called meet and greet yeah and um wow powerful it's powerful because the child comes in and they really are like oh, i've heard so much about you claire and i said oh have you mm-hmm. and, and said, you like chocolate biscuits don't you and oh. i said oh <laughs> I know, I Secrets do. Out. I said, he goes, well, guess what I've brought you? And they buy me a packet of chocolate biscuits. And I go, oh, no, I can't do it almost, you know. But it is just so lovely that this child can also be reassured that mommy and daddy are okay. Yeah. They have met, got somebody called Claire. And this Claire seems to be doing okay because she's helping mommy and daddy. So they don't have to worry about mommy and daddy coming together because they think, oh, my gosh, they're going to start arguing yeah. again or things are going to happen. And then the reassurance that mommy and daddy are saying, hey, we can do this better, come on. And then actually Claire's coming for a coffee with us. We're going to go to the park. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's great. Next thing is, you know, they're saying, Claire, do you want to come to my house for tea? And I'm mm. going, oh, I'd love to one day, sweetheart, but perhaps not at the moment. But how lovely. How yeah. much more natural and normal is that? Beautiful. Beautiful. Mm. So is there a way that we could bring more attention to the damage that self-harm does to the families? Again, it's it's raising the awareness from the onset, and I feel that family breakdown should be sitting under public health mm. because the long term aspects um, of the long term aspects of mental health, emotional harm, 
and even to the physical aspects of childhood or children going through long, extensive conflicts, um, it has to be recognised from a much earlier start in point. Early intervention is crucial. So I think schools now are becoming much more aware mm-hmm. of identifying where there might be a possible problem within the home environment because how the child's reacting or yeah. behaving. The referral pathways are getting better because, again, it's about educating the system with professionals, saying this is what's available, mm-hmm. this is what is you know um, obtainable for families. Mm-hmm. But I think from the onset, we have to start from the journey of um, as and when parents... Uh, become or about to become parents we have to also allow them to understand that you know it will be a difficult journey at times it could bring different feelings and thoughts to the relationship Mm -hmm. babies are demanding Mm -hmm. beautiful but Mm -hmm. you know they change the dynamic of a relationship and also when you stop to talk and you may not find talking easy or something this is where you need to go yeah this is this is where you've got to go because then in the back of these minds people go ah i remember that woman or yeah. i remember that lesson or i remember that pro- yeah i'm picking up the phone we need to be going because we've proved also through the parenting apart program that parents who are able to take back their responsibility feel enabled to do so with confidence so they are talking they are planning but what they do say is if either parent at any time says to the other parent, can we go for a coffee with Claire? The other parent goes, yeah, yeah not a problem, just book it in, because this is their safety net. Yeah. And they feel confident and very comfortable that this is something that's going to safeguard the emotional needs of the children because they've got some help themselves to talk. So some parents, a bit like an MOT on a car, mm. every six months they come and have a coffee. Yeah. Fantastic, you know? Yeah. Brilliant. And, and that's what it's all about. It's, it's re-educating that it's what you put in is what you're going to get out. And that's why I say to my parents, when you walk through the door, even from the onset, you know, I'm going to help you do as best you guys can as parents for your children. So we're going to go back out and we're going to come back into the room again because neither of you even acknowledged each other, not even a smile, not even a good morning or good afternoon. And if your children were sitting here now, would you honestly behave like that? No. I get it, you're uncomfortable. I get it, you don't want to be here, but we're going to do it because mm. of your children. So come on, let's do it again. So we come back out, walk back in. Hello, hi, morning, you are right? Yeah, you? yeah, good. Fantastic, well done. So then we really praise, you know, very, you know, with all the respect in the world, because it is tough. Mm. But, but then absolutely, for the best interest of the children, they start to really, really want to do it because it is for their children. Mm-hmm. So that's lovely. So how could people getting a divorce then find you directly? <laughs> well, Google mad woman in Worcestershire. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, parents um, can directly contact the consultancy um, either by just Googling parenting apart mm-hmm. um, or they can obviously phone directly from um from the website once you know they've had to look through and had to read mm-hmm. um but yeah through family lawyer solicitors most mm-hmm. of the solicitors um worcestershire birmingham base know of the yeah. program um but they can pick up the phone again anytime just to see what we offer how, mm-hmm. how we offer it how it feels for them and sometimes just by talking to a family consultant mm-hmm. not not necessarily me all the time um more than happy to speak to families and parents but it just reassures 
and it allows people to have an understanding of what help and support is is offered through the program which makes a big difference people if you've got an understanding then you can find a a, a, a solution yeah. of something yeah but it's even like in their conflict. If we can even find that there was an issue there or um, this is why this happened or that happened, whether you actually agreed with it or not, but you understand it, it you can actually then put it in a place to move forward. Mm. Well, and that's about, you know, that breakdown of relationships, it's finding a recovery path that suits all because it's not going to suit both of you. One might be in a different place than the other person and it's individual. So we take it as step by step and we ask the other parent to be fully aware and to be respectful of that parent as the other parent to help respect because you've got to protect that those children with a relationship with them both. So it sounds amazing, Claire, the work that you're doing. And, um, and I'm sure that we're going to be jumping on podcasts quite frequently together. It's been brilliant. Thank you very much for your time, Claire, and all the best and see you again soon. Thank you very much. Thank you.